Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Oh, that'd be fun. Yarfik, I already told you this. Even more charming. <laughs> Dibs on all the bunks. No, and I don't know if you noticed, but I have a head and neck, and I don't want that happening to me. <laughs> you also can't hear this. Can you feel that? Do you, are you connected to every sense? Oh, that's like, are you good. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. Staying safe and sane? Are you on your third rewatch of Tiger King yet? Have you attempted to hybridize your cat and dog with the aid of some berry white and a burlap sack? Don't let the cabin fever get you down. We're back with fresh adventure for you. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the gang and the airship emerged from Caniloth. Yarfik cast Thaumaturgy on Cassian so he could call out to a small group of cultists in Bastafir below the ship and convince them that Elder Zone has fallen. He succeeded, and they went running to spread the word and hopefully sow discord in the ranks. Meanwhile, Olash noticed that the bonding asp on her arm had grown slightly tighter and urged Shydov to get her in touch with Cackling Agatha to have it removed. Shydov said no, for now. They had an errand to complete before they would allow it to happen. 
The party didn't take that too well, and passionate words were exchanged. But Olash quieted all and agreed to help Shidov so long as the favor was repaid. The party then directed Rigel to fly toward the Tempered Steel camp on the outskirts of the city. And that is where we pick up. You are all still on the deck. Uh, the flight to the Tempered Steel camp, you would you would uh, wager will take probably about 15 minutes or so, given your current speed. Uh, what would you like to do? Wouldn't you like to ride in my beautiful <laughs> airship? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to... You know what? I'm going to look around the ship. I, Wait, I'm ha- taking inventory. Has anyone rested yet? We, nope. No. We only have 15 minutes. Hmm. Yeah, that's not enough time. That's a short rest, I believe. No, it's not. Is no. it? Short rest is no, an hour. Than Sorry, that. An hour. Yeah. I'm pretty much 100% opposed to any plan which allows Shidov to rest and not the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's I'm, fair. I'm, I'm just going to walk around the ship and take stock of everything okay well you've you've already sort of been on the deck itself uh you've also been in the captain's quarters but you have yet to go down into the crew quarters or the hold Mm -hmm. okay i'm going to the library (laughs) (laughs) there isn't one sure so uh roll survival (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) bear grills can find a library anywhere yeah i can find a library on a Airship, no problem. Oh no, this no, is going to go. This is for you to see if you survive the fact that there won't be a library. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a sanity check. Okay, we're in a different game. Uh, I got a nineteen for survival. A nineteen. So <laughs> you uh, you already know that there's there's no library in the captain's quarters. You uh, go down into the crew quarters and you can see there's no library in there. Uh, you you walk forward. There's another room, sort of at the the very front of the ship, and you can see that's uh, a, that's here's a, the library. But it's just a kitchen. No. Um, and then you walk back and you find the hatch that lets you go down into the hold. Uh, you go down and once you're uh, with your dark vision, you can see no books, um, but there is a lot of other stuff in this place. You see that there are boxes, crates, barrels, uh, things all sort of uh, like uh, drawn up in rope. Um, there's a lot of uh, basic weaponry, swords, axes, halberds, uh, and there are also some boxes uh, that you can see like little bits of hay poking out from between the slats, and they have the word uh, dangerous written on them. Oh. Sounds promising. <gasps> oh, that is promising. What, um, what's the situation like on the deck? Like, where are we? Uh, so you are currently passing over the outer walls of the city, so you're gonna mm-hmm. about to be over sort of that like wide open plain uh, between the city itself and the tree line, uh, heading okay. towards the tempered steel camp. Do I see Does anybody? Any... Oh, sorry, sorry. But like, how are the rest of us situated on the deck? It's kind of up to you. I mean, you you are free to move about the cabin <laughs> as you please. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Rigel has taken the seatbelt sign off, so okay. If I remember correctly, I was near the um, edge of the deck with Cassian because I just cast Thaumaturgy when he did his thing telling the people below. So I think I'm there with you. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, at at the very end of of the last episode, Cassian and Yarfik were by the railing on the side of the ship because they had just called down to other people. Olash was chilling. 
around, uh, and Shydoff had just come up from the crew quarters. After calling dibs on all the bunks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, except the captain quarters, which are mine, naturally. Right. <laughs> um, if I'm still at the rail, do I see any cultists that are on like the edge or like on the top of the wall still, like holding their positions? Uh, roll perception. I want to look for that too. That's what. I... Sure. Can I? You can also roll. That is a Ooh. fourteen. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, there are still cultists on the top of the walls. Uh, it looks like they're um, more concentrated around the gate area, but you're not. You're you're pretty distant from the gate itself. Um, other sections of the wall just sort of have like one or two, probably just lookouts. They don't. They don't probably anticipate anyone's going to try to get through that part of the wall. Can I hawk Turn a loogie onto one of them? Uh, you can try. Uh, okay. Roll a uh, roll a d twenty and just add your dex. No proficiency. All right. <laughs> Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> I in one of their mouths. You uh, you spit and it just happens to Gross. be on a guy who's got like a Friar Tuck haircut and you hit him <laughs> you hit him dead center and it just it just flows down his hair like a cracked egg. It's got some Ew. blood in it too, because I've been in a couple battles Ew. now. Yep. There's like blood oh. in the phlegm. Yep. Uh, Fred, I don't did know you why that's do grosser, but it is. We can edit uh, that part out if you want. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, first of all, I was we'll curious whether into, John like, is. Are you rolling your dice on a snare drum, John? That sounded like there was so much. It's echo. on a plastic table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go up to the top deck and then um, uh, tell Yafuk. Hey, I found a crate marked dangerous. Come down and look in it for me. Ha. All right. Uh, if, you, if you need my help. Yes, help. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the uh, the two of you head back down into the hold. Uh, Ola, Shydov, you guys doing anything in this moment? Um, I I'm just observing everyone and watching Eowyn and Yarfik leave. Okay. I forget if we covered this last episode, but I kind of want to ask, like, Olash, how did you come upon Cackling Agatha anyway? Like, how, I mean, what happened? How did you even know we needed help? Oh, uh, I was just, I was just, you know, living with the mushroom people, do it, doing, oh shit, Kathok doesn't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> you, you left him. You didn't leave a note? That's shit. cold. Well, hey baby, okay, I'll be so right back. I was just in the woods and then suddenly I heard that, that, that whoosh pop noise and I thought there was going to be like a, like something to fight, something bad was going down and I was all alone but it was just this this portal that took me to cackling Agatha, and she. Uh, look, I just want to make this really clear. She told me you guys were all real good friends. Uh, <laughs> she seemed like she, she just wanted to that. help. Uh, and she told me you guys really, really needed me. Um, and I've been so worried about you. I I felt like I needed to to come i didn't even question her and i yeah i did not uh think of a way to let kathak or the mushroom people know where i am um or what happened but yeah uh i she hooked me up with our uh our griffin buddy and i uh flew here or, or not here here but flew to you guys and 
Uh, she gave me instructions, and I found you. I mean, I want to I want to scold you for being reckless, but when that portal popped up for us, I kind of just jumped in, too, so I don't really have a leg to stand on. <laughs> um, I mean, she wasn't wrong that we needed your help. That was true. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I Maybe I should have been more cautious, but normally I have you guys to be cautious for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's Kathak doing in that, that department? Like, start keeping you out of trouble and such. <laughs> uh, I, uh, clearly not good. He's the crate, Yaffa. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so we can... pretty similar to me. What? It looks like a similar crate to everything else. What, what makes dangerous. it so dangerous? It says dangerous on it. Look. <laughs> so it's a it's a crate. Uh, it's about four foot by four foot. Uh, the slats are not like one hundred percent right up next to each other. You can see little bits of like hay poking out. Uh, nothing's mm-hmm. moving on the inside, so it doesn't look like there's a, a creature or anything in it. But it clearly says dangerous uh, in common on on each side. Uh, and the the top is is nailed down. Read it. Uh, any other languages on the on it at all? Or nope, just common. It is dangerous right there. All right. On, well, on each uh, side. Is there anything else in this room that you could like hide behind while I open this up, just in case? I could just leave the room. Oh, okay, that's fine. That, sure. <laughs> I mean, I suppose Wait, I could hide behind another crate. If you guys blow a hole out of the bottom of the ship, that might like be bad in a number of ways. I guess can I a know. ship still? <laughs> can an airship still fly if there's? If the hull's not Air intact, coming in? Is it similar? to <laughs> <Yes>, probably. <laughs> Although, I mean, if Roll there's a loss of cabin pressure. Oh. oh, that's true. Are we pressurized? Are my ears popping? <laughs> no, you're not up that high. Uh, in- hey, while uh, while Yafrek and Aeon are doing that, mm-hmm. are Cassian and Olash looking at Shidov at all? I, mean, I don't think I so. Feel like- I feel like they're having a conversation. They're kind of focused on that? Yeah. I can't imagine that we both turned our back to her, Yeah, though. after all of that, I feel like Cassian has been super suspicious. Well, here's what I'm going to say, then. Shydov, yeah. roll stealth. Okay. Uh, Olash and Cassian, what's your passive perception? Uh, I don't uh, think, I think it's... it's... like a 13. Hold on. Don't think it's great. This is where we need Eowyn. Uh, I got a 23, by the way, in intelligence. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. What's our, what, what's our passive perception again? Uh, usually it's 10 plus your wisdom modifier. 10 plus Do you add your perception modifier too? No, perception is separate from passive perception. I got a 17 intelligence, by the way. I don't think it matters because I got a four. Okay, <laughs> cool. Are you um, literally saying the word sneak as you're sneaking? So uh, <laughs> so what were you trying to do? Shydov uh, <laughs> starts whistling through that like giant monster mouth. Um, oh, God. But it's just <laughs> trying very to do is, like, obvious. Yeah, I'm trying to like act cool, but like it's not cool. You know, um, and you you both notice it right away, and and sort of point and go like, "Hey, where do you think you're going? Got my eye on you." Oh, oh no, no worries. worries, I'm just facing. No, no worries. worries. And now uh, both Cassian and Olash are, are keeping one eye on Shydov while they're still having their conversation. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, back in I'm the hold. Just... Sorry, uh, back in the hold, uh, Aowen and Yarfik, uh, you start thinking like, "Okay, you know, we we should be careful. How will this airship work?" And you remember those four large crystals that are in the base of the ship. Um, and given that those, like, thrum pretty regularly while the ship uh. is moving, you're pretty sure that so long as those remain set in the bottom of the ship, it should still be able to fly. 
Okay. Um, but you also, right. you're not entirely sure, like, how hearty the ship is. You haven't seen the ship endure any kind of damage. That's true. But you do know well, that it didn't take damage during your fight with the guards, so. Right. I would assume that any dangerous, anything in this crate that's dangerous, it would survive the opening of the top of the crate. Right. Well, uh, have you checked if this is magic first, just so we know if there's anything on there or a trap, maybe? I've not. I I can, uh, yeah, I, I cast detect magic on the, wait, is my diviner charged yet? Uh, no, we haven't. Last I it, used it was in the hut before the, when I def- did all the magic items. Uh, no, because we haven't gone through dawn. Ugh. Dang it. Okay, then I detect magic. So you cast detect magic, um, and you get a, uh, a very bright and distinct aura of evocation magic. Ooh. Uh, but it's not coming from, it's coming from inside the crate, not like something oh. on the crate. Right, so it's inside the crate. So there's a magical item in there, evocation magic. But nothing on the crate itself, nothing so it's on not the crate trapped itself. or anything. Right, okay, we, can, uh, we should be able to open the crate just fine. All right, well, uh, let's, let's go for it unless you want me to do it myself so you don't have to take any damage. Yeah, you go for it. All right, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Cool, so how do you want to go about opening the crate? So is there a seam, like how is that nailed down? Um, is there like a lip or anything else? Or is it just kind of like making a perfect squ- uh, cube? Uh, there's no lip. There is like a little bit of a seam. You might be able to work uh, like an ax head or, or a, a knife blade or something into crowbar. it. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like I can put my hand axe in and kind of wedge it up and try to open it up one side at a time. See if there's a see if there's a side that's more up than the others. Sounds good to me. Uh, roll investigation. Okay. Twelve. Uh, with a twelve, they all look pretty even. So, it's kind of dealer's I'll start choice. On the closest one to me then. Yeah. And I'll and I'll try to make it even away the round so I won't go too far up until I get it all out at once so I can pop it off at once. Okay. Um, then I'm gonna say roll a dexterity check. Okay. That's a 20 not natural. Uh, with a not natural 20, uh, you take your hand axe and you wedge the blade in uh, just enough, uh, and then you just sort of tap on the opposite end of it to to lever that part of the box up, and you very carefully go around and do that on every edge as it gets more open and more open until the nails uh, are out enough that you can just sort of carefully lift the top off. Uh, which you do, you take the top off and sort of set it carefully to the side. Um, and as and I'm then, pulling it off, I, I see Eowyn looking over, I'm like, ha, ha, yeah, no! And I, you know, fake as if I've gotten, like, shocked or something by the box itself. I'm going to cast, uh, is that, what is it, what would that be, insight? Yeah, you're going to cast insight? <laughs> cast insight. <laughs> no, I mean roll insight. Roll sure, insight. you can roll insight. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I buy it. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you buy it, that, that Yarfik <laughs> is in terrible pain. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, you monster! <laughs> Move aside! I'm looking in there. Uh, and care. Eowyn, uh, Yarfik, how tall are you? Uh, let me look at my sheet. <laughs> uh, I'm how over tall is four the crate? feet, but I'm not much over four feet. I know that. The crate is four feet tall. That's why I ask. Oh. Yeah, I think I'm four foot. Yes, I'm four foot. Uh, four foot eleven. Oh, okay, so you should actually is, be able to to feet. see over it then. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's as that much short. over four feet as you can be th- and not be five I'm, feet. I'm, I'm, guys, I, I, am, I am just over four feet tall. I am four feet, 11 inches. <laughs> I thought I was shorter. I'm not. That was my other gnome character who was under three feet. So, so uh, Eowyn. Here I was picturing, like, Yarfik to be, like, 
tiny, and he is a few inches shorter than I am as like a real person. I am not baby sized. <laughs> it has so, to be like, like, wait, like, have I been picturing Olash wrong this whole time? <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, so, uh, like, Eowyn, total sidebar, my daughter is about the size of what a constant D&D gnome would be now, so now I'm like, oh, that's what a gnome looks like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Eowyn uh, rushes over when she realized that Yarfik was just joshing uh, with his electrocution bullshit. Um, and she takes a look in, and Yarfik sort of stands on his tippy toes so he can see down into it. And you see uh, three neat racks uh, that are all sort of a little bit covered in hay, and there are these uh, stoppered flasks. Uh, and Ooh. each one of them has this sort of red roiling liquid in it. Oh. Does it look familiar? Would it it does look again? familiar. Like ever burning familiar? Yeah. <laughs> but like not in the STD kind of way. <laughs> are these are these ever burning flasks? They are. Oh my god. Ew. There Ew. are How many of them did you say there were? Uh, so there, there are three rows. There are four flasks in each row. Uh, each one sort of separated by Holy an amount crap. of hay to keep them from from jostling into one another. Um, and there may be more in the crate, probably. Eowyn, we yeah. have some room in the bag of holding, don't we? I think we have enough room for that. All right, carefully, one at a time, I'm going to take one out and put it in the bag of holding. It might be easier it. for Eowyn to do it because you are only just over four <laughs> feet tall. True. <laughs> I, I, True. I feel I should go ahead and do that. Okay. And so they're I, going I into her hair in. anyway. Can I yeah. ask uh, a question? Why don't you just put the whole crate in the bag? Uh, the bag doesn't open wide enough. Yeah. Oh. You can only fit uh, things also, into the bag that are smaller than the opening of the bag. While Eowyn's doing that, I'm going to go back to the door and watch for Shy Dove. Okay. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms Code Time. Here we go. A S K S F E N T B O D Y. That code again is Asks Fent Body, and it's good until April 14th, just in time to claim it on your taxes. Now, back to the show. So you, uh, yeah, I just you. Don't walk back over, climb the ladder back up through the hatch, and then climb the ladder back up out of the crew quarters. Sort of mm. pop your head up gopher style, start periscoping, looking for Shy Dove. We can, we can cut up to the upper deck while I just start shoving these yes, in Yes, yes. So Eowyn goes through the rigmarole of, of, of putting all of these uh, things in the bag of holding. Uh, all told, there are uh, 36 of them. Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. And one of them killed a troll, right? Yeah. Yep. One of them killed the big bad troll. Um, so you now have 36 ever-burning flasks. Uh, That's amazing. Meanwhile... Can we say demon bonfire tonight? <laughs> meanwhile, we go back up to the deck. Cassian and Olash have been having their conversation about uh, her choices. And... <laughs> Kathak. And Shydov is poorly whistling. And... Pretending to pace because that's what her excuse was. <laughs> Does it come out ominous because of all the teeth? A, a little bit. Uh, and uh, as this is all sort of going on, you are approaching ever closer to the tempered steel camp. Close enough now that you can sort of see it. And it'll be just, you know, a matter of minutes until you're there if you want to make any sort of preparation. Did we get some kind of word to them? I truly can't remember. I sent it to... Um... 
to uh, 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 Chesme uh, that we were coming. Yes, Yarfik sent a sending to Kemeth Chesme, but got no response. Oh, I forgot about forgot about good old Kemeth. <laughs> but oh. I got no response, so I don't know if they know we're coming or not. Okay, uh, I guess I... Um, hmm. Do we have anything we could make a white flag out of? You might be able to go grab some sheets off of one of the beds. Not no, any of mine. All of, them are race, all of them are race car print. They're not going to be white. <laughs> all right. I guess I'll just make a minor illusion of a white flag uh, on the, um, like hanging over the side okay. or on the flagpole oh, of the ship. I or guess whatever, I'll disguise myself too as like not a demon. Sure. Oh, yeah. Smart. <laughs> which, which persona are you taking on? Uh, hmm. Maybe Alanis. It's been a minute. Okay. Okay, sexy swing. Yes. <laughs> but is she changed at all by being demon Alanis? I mean, she's a li- she's a little spookier, a little witchier, but you know, still the same. Possible. Unexpectedly, let's see, shuffling. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Shydov disguises itself as Alanis. Uh, Cassian, you make the white flag. You're doing it on the the flagpole or on the side of the ship? Yeah, wherever you put flags on a boat. I'm not really up on my (laughs) Okay. So you do it off of, like... Wait, doesn't doesn't the boat have sails? The boat does have sails. They're probably white. What's your point? Yeah, but that's... (laughs) That's not a sign of truth, though. That's just what sales are. Oh, okay. I, mean, you, you, you do the... I guess I don't understand boats. <laughs> so the white flag is to let them know that we're not riding out there to try and kill them. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so you uh, you do that, and uh, Rigel keeps going on, and as you sort of get closer, uh, he says, um, uh, excuse me, Cassian. Uh, yes. Would you like me to land, or do you want me to hang in the air, or... Let's just hover for now. I'm not totally sure what our reception is going to be like here, so... You know, be ready to, to bolt if we if we have some swashbuckling that we need to do, but uh, either way, I'll make it appropriately dramatic. All right. How long would it have taken to paint VDOS on the sail so they know it's ass? Oh, good on the bottom of the Given ship. how much you guys were all already doing, you did not have time for that. <laughs> All right, that'll be a project for later. We need to look into getting some henchmen, gang. If you need someone who's, uh, you know, good at henchmen, just saying. Demons are pretty are handy. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> also, the drunk good net. Good at doing what with them? <laughs> you could also tap the drunk net. Yes! Oh, oh yeah. I see how, how much Seth Jeff has put in the work. Also oh, that. my God, we might have a whole fan club. Uh, anyway. We might be the mayor. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, Rigel uh, pulls forward and sort of swings around uh, so that the uh, the starboard bow is parallel with, like, the front edge of the camp and uh, mm-hmm. remains hovering there about 100 feet or so off the ground. Um, okay. I look over the side. What's happening down below? Uh, you look down over the side, and uh, directly below, uh, you can see that there's some some hubbub and hullabaloo going on. Uh, you see a lot of uh, what look like guards, uh, all with with bows and arrows drawn, uh, not firing, but just sort of preparing for the case in which they might have to. Mm-hmm. And they they are tempered steel guards. They're not cultists or anything they are not cultists you recognize the armor of the tempered steel do we see the army from the uh the king or the queen that had been on its way when we went into the city 
Uh, you do not see more troops than were here before. In fact, you see far less. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Maybe on us. We, we may have killed them when we told them to come to the wall. Well, let's announce that we come in peace. Yeah. Uh, could just, could somebody I'll, amplify, I'll amplify your voice. Say, uh, me or Eowyn? You. Fred. Yeah, not me. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, you're not up on the deck with me. Okay. Olash. So. Yeah, we've come back up. Oh, okay. There was enough time for us to do our thing and then come back up on deck. Yep. Okay. I say, uh, hello, the camp. This is Cassian Von Demos of the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. You may remember me from before. Uh, we've slain... Um, <laughs> We've, we've slain It's so Elder like Zombies. Troy McClure. <laughs> yeah. This is Cassian Von Demos. You remember, remember, uh, remember me from such films as... Uh, we've slain Elder Zone, the, uh, the, the head of this uh, occupying force. Um, this, we're not quite sure how the rest of the troops are going to react to that, but pretty big win for the good guys. How's everybody <laughs> here? We're all fine here. Fine. How are you? <laughs> you... Uh, hear some sort of like you hear some yelling but it's kind of indistinct oh like, okay yeah it's kind of hard to you're up in the air it's kind of windy where you are all right i turn back to yarfik and i sort of get do give like a eyes on uh shyduck thing uh and then totally. i yell back to the camp i'm gonna just come down so we can talk uh, and I <laughs> jump off the side and activate my levitation boots. Okay. So you uh, jump off the side <laughs> and uh, you just what was that? That's calmly what it float like. down. Yep. <laughs> uh, you jump off the side and just calmly float to the ground at a comfortable pace. Um, and um, uh, a uh, uh, one of the guards approaches you uh, wearing uh, that like black and yellow half plate, no helmet, uh, draw, uh, carrying a bastard sword and sort of walks up to you and just puts his, his hand out up in like the stop motion and says, hold, hold, prove who you are. Uh, do I, I have my patch, right? My little patch. You do still have those, yes? Yeah, I whip that out. Uh, will this do it? I mean, what kind of proof are you looking for? All right, uh, apologies. We've, we've seen better days and we're a bit on edge. Understood, understood. Uh, what is the situation here? Uh, well, rough. Sir Therifid got a message from someone that the West Gate was going to be open and mobilized every able-bodied person for an all-out assault, but the yeah. gate, the gate <laughs> never opened. Our forces crashed on the walls like waves on a beach. Yeah, those, that gate looked pretty tough. Uh, as I recall. <laughs> you take this opportunity to sort of look around the camp, and <sighs> what you remember before were, were like neatly laid out rows of tents, very regimented, very, very military. Um, many of those tents are gone, and there are now much closer together and more numerous rows of cots uh, that have bodies on them. Oh. I well, say, well, um... We in the in the syndicate uh, wound up venturing on a, a mission below the surface, somewhat involuntarily, um, but we were able to um, we were able to get loose and actually, uh, well, we we killed uh, Elderzone, the the leader of the 
this whole operation. And also the leader of the trolls that they were allied with. And uh, we set a bunch of nasty creatures loose in their ranks to wreak havoc in the sort of underground city where their main base is. So uh, we, I think that uh, it's probably safe to say that their forces are in somewhat uh, of a shambles now as well. From our quick flight over the city, it doesn't look like that chaos has spread all the way to the surface yet, but I would imagine that um, that pretty soon here you'll see them, uh, the, their their organization start to crumble. Um, okay. So some good news, I guess. Not sure what you want us to do about it at this point. We've, we've got barely 10% of our troops still alive, much less capable of fighting. 10%, huh? Was this... um. Just out of curiosity, was this like the bulk of the Tempered Steel forces here, or are there uh, other armies elsewhere? This was the bulk. There, there may be a scattered few here and there about the continent, but this, this was our main force. Mm. And um, I seem to recall that there was um, some a local leader who was bringing an army to reinforce you. Is that right? We had word that Queen of Fane was sending the Royal Guard out of Mindspring, but they have yet to arrive. Any word from them? Not as of yet, but it's it's a long march from the other side. When were you expecting them? I, in another day or so. All right, all right. Well. Damn, man, sucks to suck. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to hear of your losses, um... I, I need to go and confer with my crew. It's a, it's a bit uncertain. The situation is a bit uncertain right now because we don't quite know how just how demoralized and disorganized they're going to be by the loss of their leader. Um, I, we're hopeful that it will be a crippling blow, but uh, obviously time will tell, um, and our next move will depend a bit on that. You can see while you're saying this, he's he's looking up at the flying ship. Yes. Oh, we stole this from below. This they were going to. Um, you, Elderzon was planning on commanding his forces from this ship uh, as they spread out across the countryside. So. Well, this this may be exactly what we need. I mean, with this flying ship, we could easily get over the walls, make surgical strikes, get. Those gates open. This could turn oh, the tide. Oh, this flying ship? This is ours. <laughs> We're using it. <laughs> I say, well, um, I mean, just as sort of say like a hypothetical, um, <laughs> how many men do you have in fighting shape right now? I, we'd have to poll and see what our healers have been able to do, but... I don't know, maybe uh, 25 to 50. Ooh, that's mm. not great. That's enough for a pirate crew, everybody aboard! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so part of how we were able to get this ship out uh, involves our agreeing to use it for uh, another mission, but that won't necessarily take that long. The thing <laughs> is... <laughs> The thing is that I'm not crazy about this other mission. <laughs> You're the captain. You make the decisions. So, I'm just trying to think. 
Well, I think they could all... Never mind, no one asked. <laughs> and we're not down we're there, not right? Down it's there, just yeah. Cassian, Cassian is down, down, there. down there by himself. I'm actually curious yeah. in this moment yeah. what everyone else on the ship is doing. I'm watching Il- so, Ildov. Can we, like, hear any of this? Not really. I would assume no. no. That's why Cassian went they're, down. They're having a normal um, face-to-face conversation. Yeah. There's um, a lot of bodies down there. I'm going to press to digitate the sails and paint them with the colors of VDOS. <laughs> what are The logo of VDOS. <laughs> okay. I get... Olash is just kind of contemplating how much it would hurt to just jump from the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have ropes. I don't know, like... There are... Yeah, there are ropes. There's There is a rope ladder down uh, in the hole. Olash hasn't... Olash hasn't thought of that part yet. That's fair. That's fair. It's coming later. Um... I'm going to pull Eowyn aside quickly. We're still watching Ildov, but I'm going to oh. pull Eowyn aside. Midway through the O, and now it's all squiggly. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I mean the A, the A. Yeah. yeah. When you're finished, can you watch Ildov for a moment? I need to speak to Olash privately. It's okay. I finish up the S. Yep. You I... finish up, fix the, the squiggly A, and keep an eye <laughs> I'm gonna on go over and grab, Shydock. Grab, Ol- grab Olash and just, Olash, um, could I speak to you somewhere private for a moment? I have... Um, Something that might interest you. Oh, Yarfik, um, I, I don't think of you that way. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I would never. I, you and I. Uh, so, no, but please. I, I, oh, uh, Jesus, are you Yarfik um, or Hugh Grant? I, 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 oh, um. Maybe no, that, that's not what I was talking like about. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. We can we can go have a have a friend chat somewhere. Yeah, yeah, this is a very friendly chat. This has nothing to do with anything that no, 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 no. So you go and open the door to the captain's quarters, sort of usher Olash inside and then close the door, checking to make sure that Eowyn is still keeping an eye on Shydock, which she is. Um Are you worried about the snake getting worse on your arm there? Or do I know about the snake or do I know just You all know yeah, she's about told it. us. She's okay. told you. So, so we know it. So, are you worried that we're not going to get there in time to save your arm? I mean, I, uh, I really don't know how quickly this it's going to take my arm off. I, I really don't know enough to not be worried. I guess the reason I'm asking is, um, I can't now. I'm I'm very tapped out with my spells, but. If you wanted me to, I'm pretty sure that you could get back to her by me sending her ascending, asking for her to take you back there so you can get rid of this, so you can be whole for us if you want me to. But I'm offering it because... I just... I don't want you to get hurt. And I don't want anyone else to get hurt because of things done with her or other demons in this world. Okay, I... uh, But I don't want her to know where we are. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not worried about it right this second, and like you said, we all like we all need, we all need a need to rest up and and get back to a hundred percent. But um, I appreciate the offer, and we can we can talk a little bit more about it if I if I start getting okay more worried about it. The other thing Thank I, you. I I would ask is if I do end up contacting her, that I be the only one that goes with you when you deliver it. Don't take anyone else with us. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. I'm going to go keep watching Ilda, but yeah, thank you for that. I've missed you, by the way. I, really I missed you, too. 
I do I do like a little like fist bump. I do it with the marble hand. <laughs> <laughs> crackle, crackle, crackle. Oh yep. man, I forgot you had that. That might be awkward when we get these guys on board. Yeah. Just slightly. <laughs> so, back down to Cassian. Um you, you you tell this person whose name you have not asked yet uh, that <laughs> <laughs> that you. Uh, What's your name, by the way? <laughs> I, I'm I'm under Captain Farallon, and I I guess I'm Are in you, charge now. You're the ranking officer. Yeah. Hey Sam, how quick question? Mm-hmm. How big? I mean, how many people do I estimate we could fit on this ship? Um. What do you mean by fit? Yeah, just remember, <laughs> Ildov has, like, declared Ildov. a majority of beds belong to her. Yeah, I did. Let's just... I called dibs on her. For argument's sake, let's say, if I didn't have to worry about what Ildov would say about the bunks, <laughs> how many people could fit on this boat? Like, um, so let's say we wanted to, like, stash the wounded in the hold in a way that was, like, reasonably comfortable, you know, uh... And, like, have the fighting men, you know, in the crew quarters mm-hmm. and the rest of the ship. So the hold has uh, 24 bunks. And then there's the bed in the captain's quarters. So you can, like, comfortably, as as the ship is built, sleep 25, maybe 26 okay. if the captain feels frisky. Um, <laughs> okay. But and, uh, if well, you... you know, is always frisky. Yeah. If you wanted to go about, like, moving cots into the ship, it would be more cramped, but you could certainly do that, and you could also load them Mm -hmm. up on the deck as well if you wanted, um, which could feasibly, you know, double as many people as you have. It would also make it sort of more unwieldy to operate and get around on the ship. Sure. There are a couple crates of hay that could comfortably sleep a smaller and less picky sleeper. Yeah. (laughs) So So, so we're talking probably... Max somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 people, right? Yeah, give or take. I say, how many wounded do you have? Uh, And he just sort of gestures to this, like, field of cots, um, which you you lose count. It numbers easily in the hundreds. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, my. Okay, okay. Well, hmm. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Well, hmm. I say, um, so like I said, the situation is delicate aboard the vessel right now. Um, So if, if I'm understanding this correctly, and forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn, you came here in a flying ship to let us know that you cut off the head of the snake, so to speak, Hmm. and that you're going to just leave us here now well we didn't know what the situation was in the camp when we set out here we didn't realize that um well what was your plan otherwise we were hoping that uh, there would be more of you in fighting shape and we might be able to take advantage of the chaos in some sense it seems like that's perhaps not feasible just at this moment but we also wanted to let you know about the change in the situation now, that being said, if the 25 to 50 of you that are capable of fighting are interested in fighting, it might be possible to make the situation aboard the ship less precarious. Or possibly a lot more. 
What? Are... I don't quite know. Okay, <clears throat> you're talking in circles. What is going on aboard the ship? Let's just say that uh, there is a creature aboard the ship that is has some very particular ideas about where the ship should go, uh, and I'm our the rest of our crew by ourselves are not strong enough at this point in time to force the issue. With 25 or 50 more soldiers, it might be different, but we would have to get the ship to the ground without alerting it. Without alerting... See where I'm coming from. Without alerting the ship or the creature? No, the creature. That Without alerting the creature that it was going to be attacked when it landed. Uh, okay. Well, what do you have in mind? I'm sort of thinking on my feet here, to be honest. Uh, this is not the situation I was expecting to land in, so... Um, if we can make the case that we need to land to get some kind of vital supplies or to, uh, I don't think the idea of rescuing the wounded is going to get much traction, frankly. I'm trying to think what incentive would enable us to pull this off. I don't know. I, I can, I can spare maybe ten men for something like this. I'm... I'm loath to risk more lives on something that doesn't necessarily directly increase our chances here, and I don't want to leave the camp completely unguarded. They have been well sending patrols out from the city, and another one could come along. That's understandable. Um, I'll tell you what, I need to confer with my crew members, um, and I can tell you this. Uh, as soon as we resolve our problem, I would be... I, my intent is to use this ship to help solve yours. Uh, we want... We came here to defeat this subterranean army, and that's what we intend to do. It's just uh, the resources are not um, 100% mine to command at this point. So, I will... I'm going to talk to my crew members. I will be back with you shortly. Very well. Good luck. Thank you. I love it, Tana. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife, including our DM's new show, What is Fun, at teampumanife.com. If you like what you hear, remember to rate and review the show. People got all sorts of time on their hands, and they need good recommendations for what to listen to. Reviews are that. If you are comfortably sustaining yourself in these uncertain times and are interested in supporting the show, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast or pick up a t-shirt from dumpstattees.com using the promo code IWPOP. Remember when we said that people got all sorts of time on their hands? You don't? It was barely 20 seconds ago. You need to listen more actively. Anyway, if you've got some time, why not log on to iwvt.fandom.com and peruse and update our wiki? There are certainly worse things you could be doing. The improvised weapons metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is available in all the places. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To 
to use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime. Or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as Cassian tries to get one over on Shydov and get the tempered steel onto the boat. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.